0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer.
1: And I'm Jake Sherman.
0: Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, December 10th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we break down the arguments for and against Democrats getting the Build Back Better Act done before the end of the year. Number two, the final judgment on Mitch McConnell's debt limit drama, and number three, more behind the scenes lobbying among Republicans for the top slot on the powerful Ways and Means Committee. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Happy Friday, everybody. We had a brown bag lunch with our premium members yesterday. Uh, afternoon. If you're not a premium member, please become one because these are really fun. But basically, we went back and forth on the Build Back Better Act. Was it going to happen? Why wasn't it going to happen? And this morning's newsletter, we lay out in quite you know detail uh, the arguments for or against. Why don't you take the arguments for Chuck Schumer getting the Build Back Better Act done before the end of the year to start? Well, off. this is hard for me, Anna, because I don't <laughs> think they're going to get done this year, but I'll <laughs> I will you make know, put on argument- I, put on your optimism hat there yeah, for I one don't, second. I don't, I guess
1: I don't really have um I don't feel strongly either way to be honest with you because I I understand both sides of the coin here. Um okay, so why they will get it done? We have three reasons. The child tax credit. We wrote about this um a couple days ago before uh, we wrote about it a couple of days ago. Um, we also we st-
0: had Representative Del Benny, who's one of the big chiefs uh, uh, as sponsors of this for uh, an event this week, who was really making the case that, like, if this expires, it could be really catastrophic for American poverty for all of the people who need to have some amount of certainty that they're going to be able to get these tax credits.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was a big expanding the child tax credit as in the American Rescue Plan at the beginning of this administration was one of the major. Um, one of the major pieces of, um, one of the major policies in the American rescue plan. Um, uh, they expand they expanded elig- eligibility to include kids up to 17 year olds. I believe that was up from 16. Um, they made the tax credit fully refundable and increased the amount of money families can get. It expires at the end of the year. So, uh, Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi has made clear and, and, and um, I interviewed her about this this week. She made clear she doesn't want to give up a, a, um, a you know kind of escape hatch to the senate democrats and and pass a standalone child tax credit that could change of course right i mean we'll see what happens but um but how could they let this thing expire that's number one number two politics like time is not kind to these proposals um the more it lays out there the more democrats go back and forth the more um uh, uh the rifts burst into the open like it's just a bad thing to have a bill sitting i'm not saying bills shouldn't be vetted i mean every bill should be vetted but the more it sits out there the more back and forth there is and number three i mean we all remember 29 2009 and 2010 when it took them forever to get the um to get the aca through and um that's that wasn't good like i think and we put it this way in the newsletter like economic anxiety was sweeping throughout the country in 2009 2010 that was the tail end or it was the it was the it was the middle of the of the um great recession it was um at the end of kind of the wall street the troubles on wall street and the financial system and um you know i i now, frankly, we have a kind of similar situation. And uh, I, I, I why extend this out anymore? So Anna, like let let's talk about why you think or why we think they will not get it done,
0: yeah. I mean I think those lay out pretty clearly the the opportunity cost to wait longer for Democrats. Why you see Chuck Schumer really pushing, so aggressively hard to try to get something done uh before christmas you know i when i look at this i also think it's just so important to remember there is that week after christmas as much as congress doesn't want to be in though that's a long time you know so just thinking about the the timeline here and kind of getting all of the pieces in place from all of the different you know titles being public to getting the parliamentarian i do think there is time here right um but you know I think smart money. I think often I have said on this podcast many times. I've said it publicly. You know, I think it's it's going to be a massive lift. So the reasons why they won't get done. One person, number one, Joe Manchin the third, or as we say, Joseph Manchin the third, in the Punchbowl News AM newsletter this morning. We're, we're, we're yes, very formal, very formal, very serious. Uh, but seriously, he is the senior senator from West Virginia. He has been very public about. Why he doesn't think we need this needs to be rushed, he has a lot of opposition in terms of the spending of some of these big programs. This big inflation report is going to come out today, something that he's been very concerned about. Turning Joe Manchin to be a yes on this bill is no <laughs> small feat. Number two, they're just not ready. I mean, as I just kind of laid out, there's a lot of things that need to come into place in terms of what is the parliamentarian actually going to do on key provisions like immigration. Where are Democrats going to come down in some of these negotiations over uh, salt, over Medicare, uh, you know, programs, all kinds of things that they still have to do. And you know, when when in, when in doubt, you take the third point that we make in the newsletter, which is. Congress sucks. Like when it when, when when you have an opportunity to do something or not, more than often, Congress fails to act,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, and f- I think, listen, there are we are at December tenth. Uh, and December tenth is at almost the end of the month. Uh, let's just uh, really quickly before we move on to the next item and a number like next week is going to be filled with the debt ceiling. Congress actually has to raise the debt ceiling. That won't take terribly long, I don't think. And uh, and then Schumer has to move to the NDAA, National Defense Authorization Act, which has um, four days. Uh, at least, I think. Yeah, it will take a couple days, and it's it's a must pass before the end of the year. So then we're in Christmas week. So, you know, that's kind of the situation. and I think I think we have to we're going to be reporting a ton
0: on it. So uh, more on this later. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. The final judgment on Mitch McConnell in the debt limit drama. We have been reporting on all the twists and turns. I think one of the things that has been just pretty amazing to me though, is for something that could have been extremely dramatic. Um, that could have been, you know, putting this country's fiscal certainty uh, truly at risk. It's been a pretty, uh, not undrum- you know, not very dramatic situation, Jake, honestly. I mean, he was able to get it done. He blinked, though. I mean, no doubt when you look at the final judgment on this, McConnell blinked when it came to the debt limit, Right.
1: Yeah, uh, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. He took a hostage he wasn't willing to shoot, um, which was the um, the debt limit, and Schumer stared him down and got him to win. I mean, I guess the only good thing here, and I hope Brez didn't take this out, but I mean, listen, uh, um, I, he got 14 people to vote for this thing, and I think Brez did take it out. So I'm going to put it back in the newsletter, but he got 14 people to vote for this. Republicans. A- and um, that's— imp- that's impressive. Uh he got 14 people to vote for this convoluted thing that um uh, uh lift that allows Democrats to lift the dead ceiling. That's a pretty it just shows how how he has his leadership at his at his disposal. Um all that said, I mean the the, the um the McConnell people want you to think that this is just like it's a it's a great win for McConnell. allows him to focus on Democrats. But it's not. I mean, he said he was going to do something he didn't get it done. Um, not that it matters in the long run. I, I mean, Mitch McConnell's a pretty has a pretty solid grip on the Republican leadership, so to speak, of the uh, of the of the Republican Conference. But still not great in not not a great, not a great chapter for Mitch McConnell. um said he wanted to force Democrats to do this and Democrats. No matter what you say, Republicans have their fingerprints on this, according to tons of Senate Republicans.
0: All right, let's go to the number three story of the morning. We are following this ways and means race in the House very closely. I think to me, it's just so instructive to think about how members try to, you know, cajole, woo, get the votes when they want to get on powerful committees. It's also just really going to be interesting to watch this and other committees, particularly in the House, as Republicans feel more confident that they're going to take over uh, the majority win in 2022. So we reported yesterday on candidates vying for this slot because Devin Nunes is resigning. Uh, A lot of people flooded our inboxes, our text messages, with tips about the contest who's doing what um you know Vern buchanan is the leading candidate right now he's been telling colleagues in the Capitol that he already has locked up commitments from the majority of republicans on the steering committee maybe that's bravado maybe not but certainly he is jacking but he's not alone jake
1: no uh um there are other people who want to be the uh the the top republican on the committee also just as a as a note we adrian smith is somebody who's going to make make a move you know to, we I would say it's a long way away. That's what I would say. But uh, people are vying for a seat. Devin Nunes retiring at the end of the year. Um, people are vying for a seat on this committee. Um, Greg Murphy of North Carolina, David Custoff of, of Tennessee, Greg Stubbe of Florida, Beth Van Dyne of Texas. Murphy and Custoff are probably the leading candidates. Uh, Randy Feenstrom of Iowa also wants on, probably won't get on until um, next Congress. But remember this one seat opens up now. Michelle Steele is making a hard push. Michelle Steele, Republican of California. Um, she's making a case that there will be no Republican West of Texas on the committee. A lot of Republicans are from West of Texas, uh, California, Washington state, Oregon, Nevada. Um, so, uh, You know, uh, this is this this is this is kind of the the bread and butter of congressional um, inside politics and uh, something we'll be following very closely because this has huge impacts for everybody.
0: Absolutely. And Michelle Steele making the first first this week. It was Vern Buchanan with um, uh, he did crab legs. Uh, What say that?
1: again? I said, yes, fresh crab legs.
0: Yes. And Michelle Steele. She is doing Jake. Dropped a bottle of Alpha Omega wine to all steering and ways and means committee members with a palm card. With her experience, could I be naive? Is that a good bottle of wine? I mean, I mean, I'll seems- take it. She I, can I'm bring. Not- she can bring it to the Punchbowl News <laughs> headquarters anytime. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, we don't have a vote, Congresswoman Steele, but we are open for um, for a bottle of wine if that's something you're interested in. Please have your people get in touch with my people. My people in this case is me. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll have a bottle of wine if you want it. We'll pay you for it because we don't accept free gifts from members of Congress. But Thank you. And we'll thank Thank you in advance. advance. I
0: like that. All right. And with that, (laughs) happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Please stay safe. Share uh, the podcast, The Daily Punch. Write us a review. It's the best way for people to find us. We will be back on Monday morning, bright and early. Thanks a lot.